Sports fans, welcome to the very first episode of a brand new podcast. This guy is someone you might have heard on our Fans First Sports Network before. That's that's one Pez. You might have heard him on Kevin Smith's call sheet, which is on the FFSN NFL feed. Every Wednesday, he does his picks and predictions. Well, when you hit the ball of the park as much as he does, we decided let's have our own feed for him. Welcome to Pez's Picks. You've probably heard my voice before. I'm Jeff Hartman, but you're not here to hear me talk. You're here to hear Pez and his picks. So, Pez, what's up? How you doing, Jeff? Thanks for having me. Happy to be joining the family here at the Fans First Network and excited to keep giving winners out to our listeners out there. Absolutely. That is the plan here with this Pez's Picks podcast. I do want to ask first, first and foremost, give the listeners out there a little bit of background on yourself and maybe what you feel qualifies you to have your own sports gambling picks podcast. Well, Jeff, as any career gambler, I'll tell you, I, I've won a lot, but I've probably lost a lot more bets in my life. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in a, in a community where gambling was something that as kids we we had in our neighborhoods and we had with our fathers and not my father in particular, but everybody else's dad was was in sports betting. And for for people that are, you know, in their 40s, they probably remember, I think we called them union bet cards, where you'd get a piece of paper. If you put two bucks down and bet five games or three bucks and bet six games, you'd get paid out at the end of the week. Kids would bring those in starting in middle school, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> it's just something that's been around in my life a long time. Uh, I've, I've bet on every sport. I've lost on every sport, but I can only remember the winners like any real gambler. Um, I've paid out bets. I've lost bets. And I've been on both sides of the gambling, whether it's uh, giving out lines or, or putting calls in myself. And it's a fun life. It's a life you have to, to keep reminding yourself that you're, you can't bet above your head. you got to bet with your head. And we don't want anyone getting in trouble out there. We can't yes. be betting away uh, grocery money or rent money. But if you – if you take your time and, and you gamble in a, a sensible way, you can have fun and you can definitely earn some money. It's very important that we state as a disclaimer, like we're not telling anyone how to bet, what to bet or to bet at all. This is just our own information that we're providing more so Pez than me. But now that you mentioned it, you know, my dad, he was a union guy in the electrical workers union. He used to bring home those cards. Now that I mentioned it, that you bring it up. So that's very funny that that, that definitely resonates with me. But let me ask you this next question about, just your overall experience. What is it that you like about gambling? Is it the, does it make games more fun to watch or is it just the thrill of the victory? If you are able to claim that, what is it for you that kind of gets you going about gambling? Well, that's a good question, Jeff. I, I mean, there's different levels of gambling. Uh, when I think of sports betting, I think of hanging out with my buddies, whether it be high school, college, or after, whether we're at a party, at a bar, on a golf course, when everybody gets behind a team and puts a play in, that's a fun afternoon. That's a fun yeah. day, especially when you win. Uh, I can remember Sunday mornings going out. We'd get bagels. We'd get coffee. We'd show up at a friend or two's house, 10 a.m., 10.30. You start watching the pregame. You're putting together your, your bets for the day. You're putting together your fantasy team probably. And, and, and that was some camaraderie that, that is kind of hard to forget about in my life. Um, I was a career poker player for about 25 years. That's a different level of gambling. Um, that, that's a level of gambling that requires a patience and, and a feeling of accomplishment when you walk away, when you're taking other people's money, you're sitting with at a table. Um, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a rush, but 
it can't just be a rush. It's got to be a calculated thing if you're going to be in it for the long run. You don't want to get yourself in trouble. And, you know, fortunately, I learned that lesson a long time ago. And you have to look at, at gambling as something that's enjoyable and something that you're, you're investing your money. You're not gambling it is a good way that I like to take a look at, at when I'm, I'm getting action in on games. It's good. And now I have to ask before we get to the actual picks for this upcoming week, we're going to give you NFL college and even some premier league soccer. So we are going to get to those, but I have one last question before we do that. And that is, is there a favorite sport of yours that you look for that you like and enjoy betting on more than others? For instance, I know some people like to bet on the horses. I grew up in an area where they had dog, uh, dog races. I grew up in Wheeling, West Virginia. There's a dog track still there to this day on the Island with the Island casino. Is there any sport or activity in particular that you like to bet on? Well, I mean, the NFL is the premier gambling for sports. There, there's nothing better. There's nothing more consistent. When you bet on an NFL game, you know, you're getting an accurate injury report. You're getting accurate numbers on the teams. Uh, it, it, that's probably the most fun sport to bet. Have I bet at dog tracks? Yes, I have. Uh, probably one of the most odd things that I, I enjoyed betting on. I've been to a couple high lie competitions oh. in Florida. Yeah. Um, that that that's a different gambling in itself, and and one that you, you really don't know if you're winning or not until the the match is over. I guess is what they call it. Uh, I've been to every triple crown race. I've done a lot of horse betting. That's a lot of fun as well. You don't have to invest a lot of money if you go to the track, if you're at a triple crown race, whether it be the Derby or the Preakness or the Belmont, you can go and put five, ten dollars on a race. And and if you, you get lucky, you're going to walk away with some money. Um, those are days that I remember being with my friends. And, and you know, gambling is a little part of it. It, it. It's more being in that community and more having that risk and that celebration that we all look for. Super Bowl Sunday is another great day to gamble. Uh, that's a day that you, you can you can have a lot of fun with a lot of different prop bets or bets on the game. In the end, I'm going to say football, the most painful sport. I think that every gambler will tell you to bet on would be NBA basketball or college basketball. Oh. Um, I encourage people if they place a bet on a basketball game, not to watch the game. Every missed <laughs> shot, every foul shot, every turnover. I mean, you can have a heart attack by the third quarter watching those NBA games. <laughs> All right, that's good stuff. We're going to learn more about you, Pez, I'm sure, as we go on this. And and starting next week, by the way, I'll say this to our listeners out there. Starting next week, we're going to have two shows a week. You're probably going to hear from us on Tuesday, kind of recapping the bets from the prior week, taking a, a look ahead a little bit. And then on Thursday or uh, – or uh, I'm sorry – yeah, probably either Tuesday or Wednesday. And then again on Friday, we're going to be back with you, giving you the picks for the upcoming week. So we're going to be doing two shows a week. Uh, we're going to be breaking it down for you. So make sure you're tuned in to Peasant's Picks wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's talk about the National Football League. That's what you like to bet the most. What games are you looking at this week and why? Well, I mean, in full disclosure, Jeff, we were real hot. First four weeks, we were, we were undefeated in, in a sense as a gambler. Uh, last week was our first losing week. So oh. I feel like I learned a lot in the NFL last week. I taught myself some lessons. One of them being Belichick and the Patriots are not a team you can count on to come back from tough losses or to really show up. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a changing league. Of course, it always is. And you kind of have to remind yourself that some ideas or some rules you might have had over the years in terms of gambling, you, you got to adapt and, and you got to continually think about how, how things are changing in the league. Uh, brings us to our first game, which is uh, ironic. For a lot of years, my friends and I had a rule. 
you never bet on the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions were a guaranteed loser. And in my opinion right now, they're one of the guaranteed winners or go-to teams to invest money on. Uh, the Lions are, are laying three this week, going to Tampa Bay against a, a solid Bucks team. And, and I feel like the Lions are the play. Um, Amon St. Brown appears to be returning in full health based on what I just read out of the practice report today. He was suiting up with the first team. And Dan Campbell said he looked like he was going to be a go. Montgomery averaging 4.2 yards of run, six TDs on the season. It's, it's a balanced offense when you throw Goff in there. Nine TDs to three picks. He's averaging 253 a game and a quarterback rating of 104, which are pretty solid at, uh, offensive numbers. The Lions currently have the sixth best offense and defense in the league, which is something I'm excited about. I love their uniforms. I like that town. It reminds me of Philly a little bit. And I, I feel like this week that's a, a team that's going to go into Tampa Bay and, and maybe put Baker Mayfield back in this place a little bit, who's been hot. And I'm a Baker fan, but I, I don't think the Bucks are going to have the offense keep up with the Lions on both sides of the ball. All right, so to recap, you have the Lions. They're giving three on the road. Is that what you said? Giving three on the road. The Bucks are having trouble running the ball. The Lions have been stuffing the run all year. They're only giving up 60 yards, a, 68 yards a game, third best in the league against the run. Teams that struggle to run the ball become one-dimensional. And when you have a good coach like Dan Campbell, I think that's something they're going to look to exploit. And I, I feel the Lions are solid, and Baker Mayfield is going to have a long day against them on Sunday. All right, very good. What, what's next on the docket for you? Next is something that I, 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 we don't do very often in Pez's Picks, but we're going to go with a, a, a game total. We're going to go with the over in the Cardinals versus Rams matchup. I feel like Stafford's due for a big game. He's got a, a great connection with Nakua already, having 46 catches on the year. And Cooper Cup last week was breaking my heart. I, I can't believe the Eagles pulled that game out. Cooper Cup seems unstoppable again. Eight catches on 12 targets in his first game back. And the Birds did a good job against him in the second half. But I feel like this week could be a breakout week for Stafford and the Cardinals. Uh, Stafford and the Rams against the Cardinals. Cardinals giving up 275 a game against the pass. They're giving up 27 points a game on average. 48 right now is the number on the over under, and I like that all day. All right, so Cardinals and and is that game in LA? That game is in LA. Dobbs is playing for his career. Josh Dobbs, quarterback for Arizona. Yep. There's rumors that Ky, Kyler Murray might be on the move. And Josh Dobbs, I feel like, has nothing to lose in this game. They can't run the ball. So it could be a little bit of a shootout. If the Cardinals can put up 20-some, I feel like the Rams are good for 30-some. So we're going to go All with right. the over in that game. All right. All right. I like it. Hey, let's go to the uh, Saints. You're looking at the New Orleans Saints here. This is a, this is kind of surprising, but go for it. Saints are something else that I, I've been trying to remind myself for a team that, that right now they're third in the league against the pass. They're only giving up 197 yards a game against the pass, which pretty solid stats in the NFL considering it's a throw-in league now. Uh, fourth in the league in, in points given up, 15 a game. I feel like the Saints playing a rookie quarterback, giving up a point and a half on the road is still a solid play. Kamara looked like he was back at full speed last week. I think it's his third game back coming back from injury. I, I can imagine a blowout game for the Kamara and the Saints and, and even Derek Carr having a, having a nice day out there. I like C.J. Stroud, and I can't believe I'm saying this again because he burned me last time I said it. I said it on uh, Coach Smith's um, 
call sheet podcast a couple weeks ago. Seven in, uh, the Saints have seven interceptions on the season. C.J. Stroud has zero right now. So I feel like a rookie quarterback five, six weeks into the year, they got to be good for a turnover or two. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints and, and the Saints putting C.J. Stroud in his place a little bit. The guy's been hot. Rookies can't be hot all year in that league. Is that a uh, is that a money line pick, or are you taking spread there? What is it? Uh, I, I prefer with the spread. I think given the point and a half, you're going to get back a better return than you would on the money line. With, with the money line, you're you're going to be putting a lot more money out there. And the point and a half, I think it's the Saints win. It's going to be a big win. Okay, very good. Next game you have, you like the Cincinnati Bengals, who kind of rebounded last week down out in Arizona, which we talked about Arizona just briefly ago. They are going to be hosting the Seattle Seahawks. You like Cincinnati. What is the spread in that game that you have? Right now, the Bengals are laying three. Uh, Burrow had his best week of the year so far. I think he was 36 for 46, 317 yards, three TDs, and one pick. That's kind of the line that we are looking to have him. Uh, he had all last year. We're looking for him to have throughout this season as well. Been a rough start. I think you have a young quarterback that got popular and he got famous early. Uh, I, I famously said on the call sheet in week one that he was a little bit of a fraud with that calf injury. My thinking is now that they've straightened him out. He's back working hard. The Seahawks do come in hot and they're coming off a bye. But I feel like Cincinnati, with the talent that they have, and uh, whether it be with Burrow or Jamar Chase, uh, I, I feel like this is a, a, a game for them that's almost a must-win game. Uh, they have to get back to 500 at this point in the season if they're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. Geno Smith has been good. I wasn't a believer in Geno Smith last year. Uh, he's been serviceable. Kemba Walker's a good running back. But I feel like the Seattle's a little bit banged up in their secondary. They've got three cornerbacks listed on their injury list right now and a safety. The Bengals, I think, are too talented for them not to win this game at home. I think this is one that I, I really like. and. I look for the Bengals to get back on track and getting back on a playoff winning team. All right. So to recap your NFL picks before we go to other avenues of the sports gambling world, you have the Detroit Lions giving three over Tampa Bay, the Arizona Cardinals and LA Rams combining for over 48 points, the saints giving one and a half on the road over the Houston Texans. And then the Bengals at home giving three over the Seattle Seahawks. Did I miss anything? Uh, those are the four that that I really like this week. I've got okay. a good buddy. Uh, we call him Legs Parlay. He's the Parlay King of South Jersey. This guy puts a parlay in almost every night of the week. I I told him today. I gave him a little. I gave him a little insider's information. The four games. I told him this is his week. So uh, Legs Parlay will be laying those four games. Oh, I, I don't always recommend a parlay. A parlay to me is a little bit of a of a lottery ticket kind of play. You have to hit all four bets or all three bets on a parlay to win. I prefer to go straight up bets on each game, but my man legs is laying all four and he's feeling confident this week about these four plays. I'll tell you what I did there. The, the plays make sense. At least right now, as we sit here, they make sense for sure. Now this is not the only thing we're going to be betting on as the NFL. We're obviously going to be talking about college football and then even a bonus pick today. So looking at the college football upcoming slate of games, who do you like? First and foremost, uh, it's a fun week, Jeff. We got a lot of big games this week. We've got ranked teams playing each other. Time of the year where you're making your money in college. I mean, you can't lose these games. You're going to be out of the big ball games. Um, first off, we're going to go with Washington, laying three over Oregon. 
two of the best quarterbacks we have in the league, Oregon with Bo Nix. He's coming in with 15 TDs and one pick. Washington, we've got Mike Penix Jr., 16 TDs and two picks. Both seniors, both know what they're doing. We've got both teams coming in with a hot offense. Washington's got the best passing offense in the country right now, averaging 446 a game. Uh, Oregon throwing 354 in the air game, 223 on ground. I I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Um, Washington at home, this is a statement game. One could argue this is one of the biggest games in in their program's history. This game they win, and and they're putting themselves on the map and maybe getting into that top four, top five ranking. I, I might go with Washington over Oregon. Okay. Pac-12 action. I like it. Then you go to a game, a team that, man, after last week, what a gut punch. The I'm assuming you wrote Miami. You're not talking about Miami of Ohio. I think you're talking about the Hurricanes. Am I right? I've got faith in the U. I know last week we had some clock management and some game management issues at the end. I feel like a good coach is going to take that on him and is going to have their team pumped up. You know, in, in a way, that's a win for them. Um, some mental errors at the end. I, I feel like on paper, Miami over North Carolina is a solid play. Miami's coming in with an impressive 211 yards rushing a game. They have a solid quarterback in Van Dyke. He's already thrown 12 touchdowns. Carolina's got some solid numbers, too, on offense, but I feel like they've been putting that up against second-tier opponents for the most part. Um, it's a Saturday night game. Any any gambler that's hanging out with his buddies, you got to have money on the big Saturday night game. Uh, I like betting you in these situations. I feel like those kids are prepared to come in and, and deal with the primetime games. Uh, it should be a fun one. The total on that game is 57, so it's going to be a shootout. But I'm going to roll with the U, and I'm going to I'm going to channel Vinny Testaverde and some of the great quarterbacks that have gone through that team to to help Van Dyke carry that team over the, the winning finish line at the end. So are you taking that one on the money or not money line? Are you taking that as the over under or are you taking a a spread Miami over UNC? We're taking Miami over UNC. Uh, What's the Uh, spread that you have? I believe the spread right now, Miami is plus three and a half over Carolina. All right. So we're going to take those points. Betting college totals. It's fun, Jeff, but that's something that's a a risky behavior in the gambling world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're dealing with college kids. I went to college. I played a little soccer. Sometimes we'd have a big game, and sometimes we'd stay out very late if, if things were going well for us. And you, you never know in the college game. And, and that's why college betting is fun. It's tough. Kid might be failing a class. He, he might be uh, flunking out of school. Who knows what's going on with those teams? So it's a fun gamble, and it's, it's one that comes with a lot of energy and a lot of fun, and especially on Saturday nights, there's nothing better. All right, let's go to the next game. You've got the Razorbacks, Arkansas. What do you think about this one? So I watched a lot of that Alabama-Texas A&M game last week uh, in a similar way that I I talked about Bill Belichick and the Patriots earlier. Alabama seems to not have the shine and not have the the confidence that they've had in past years. I mean, they're beatable. I think Texas A&M kind of exposed them a little bit last week. Their quarterback play isn't isn't something I'd be too confident about. Arkansas, K.J. Jefferson, guys thrown for over 1,300 yards already this year, 12 touchdowns. He throws a great long ball. I mean, the guy's had a lot of deep pass for his touchdowns this year. Uh, and Bama looked look beatable, and I think Bama's in a tough situation. They had a, a good win last week against A&M. They're going to play Tennessee next week. 
I think this could be a letdown game for them, something they're looking by. I'm not saying that Alabama's going to lose, but they're laying 19 and a half, I think it is right now, and that's a lot of points. So we're going to roll with the Razorbacks and keeping it close and, and maybe getting an outright win. Oh my gosh. That's the thing about college sports, man. Like those, those, these spreads are just gigantic. And so you got to really have a lot of faith. in, like you said, the offense for Alabama to be able to put it together. That's going to be interesting to see if Arkansas can keep it close enough. Let's go to Wisconsin. Now you like them in this, this week, don't you? I love Wisconsin this week. They're laying 10 over Iowa. Iowa's coming in dead last in offense in the country. They're averaging 249 total yards a game. Pretty pitiful. Wisconsin's averaging 31 points a game. I, I don't think in this situation Iowa's going to be able to keep up with that power offense. Uh, even laying the 10, I can see Wisconsin putting up 30-some and Iowa being held to under 20 in, a, in a, a solid play, I think, for this week. All right, and then last one in the college realm, Hawaii. You've got the Hawaii, the, the Warriors. It used to be the Rainbow Warriors. But what, do you, what do you think about Hawaii this week? Well, Jeff, any real gambler, I don't want to look like a fraud to our listeners out there. If you're a gambler on Saturday night, if you're not putting money on the 1130 game when you're out with your buddies at the bar, you're not a real gambler. <laughs> Hawaii get, getting five and a half at home over San Diego State, that's something I can imagine being all over of. We'd get together. People be up or down. What are we betting on? We're going to go with Hawaii, the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, quarterback Braden Shager coming into the game, 1,160 yards passing, 14 TDs. It's that high-flying type of Hawaii offense. San Diego State's offense, not that great. Ranked 116th in the country. Coming in, losing four straight. I'm going to go with Hawaii. Any team going to Hawaii, that's got to be tough to get up for that game. You're walking into yeah. paradise. Then you got to get into a fight and, I, I I think Hawaii is going to walk with a big home win that on Saturday night. These are some interesting bets in the college realm. I kind of like where your head is uh, going into these. Let's go to this bonus pick, though. You actually want to talk some Premier League soccer. I got to be honest with you, just so you know this about me, I am not a soccer guy. I know that you said you have a soccer background. I heard on the call sheet that you helped out the kicking group at uh, with Coach KT Smith. I'm just not a soccer guy. I've never gotten into it, so you're going to have to really help me out here. You're talking Premier League Crystal Palace over Newcastle. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, as a 35-year soccer player and coach, uh, it, it's a great sport to watch. There's no time. There's no timeouts. We do have replay, which kind of pisses me off a little bit, Jeff. But but it's a great sport. It's something to do on Saturday and Sunday morning. If you can get, if you can make money Sunday morning going into those one o'clock games off a, a Premier League soccer bet, then, then you're living the dream. Uh, this week. <laughs> This is one I wouldn't invest too highly on, um, but it looks like uh, a situation where where th there's a possible investment to be made. Crystal Palace, currently ninth in the Premier League rankings. There's 20 teams in the Premier League. They're playing Newcastle, currently ranked eighth. And Crystal Palace is plus 700 for the win. Uh, neither team has too, much, too many dynamite players up top. Crystal Palace, very athletic. I can imagine them winning this game and that not shaking too many heads. Plus seven hundred on a regular season game when you're you're playing the eighth and the nine in an eight nine matchup. That's a bet that I'm going to make every day of the week. And so, when when will that game be stateside here? So that that game should be stateside. Uh, they carry them on. They carry them on USA and they carry them on Peacock. Uh, that game. 
appears to be you're going to have to have Peacock. Okay. And that game's going off at 10 a.m. All right. Crystal Palace, very athletic team, very active team. Newcastle coming off a, a, a busy week and them for the first time being up in the rankings here. I love plus 700 Crystal Palace going into this game. I wouldn't but put the did, mortgage on it. I was going to say, you did say don't invest heavily on this game now. So I mean, you know, a $20 bet's going to gonna pay, you know, some pretty nice numbers getting back or even a $10 yeah. bet. Um, I mean, of course, you put the 100 on, you're winning seven bills, but that would be a very manly bet, I would say. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I do have to ask you a question, though, because as, as I'm not a soccer guy, I'm a big golf guy. And I did hear on the, the podcast a couple, I think it was two weeks ago, you took the Europeans, did you not, in the Ryder Cup? I did, and that was tough to get out of my mouth because I'm a, I'm a big supporter of American yes. golf and our American team. I, I thought it was a bad decision to bring Brooks Kepka into that locker room. I, I honestly feel like that, that hurt the team chemistry a lot. Uh, aside from him being a, a live golf guy, he's not a very likable guy. He got into it on the team plane, I think, with Dustin Johnson coming home, who was his friend. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what Zach Johnson was thinking bringing him on. Um, we had other guys that were out there, Keegan Bradley, you had Cameron Champ. You had some guys that, that probably earned their way. And, you know, let's face it, the live guys knew what they were getting into when they left. The guy didn't ride the team plane. That's when I knew we were in trouble. Anytime one of your stars is on the team bus, you, your team's in trouble. And, yeah. and it looked like it. He acted like a fool over there. The guy didn't take his hat off, which you know in golf. I mean, that's a, yes. a gentlemanly thing to do. He ran his mouth about the team afterwards, called them country club kids. So I, I was let down by that effort. And uh, I think USA Golf has, has some work to do. And, you know, I think we need to get a guy named Tiger back involved in that team. And that, that's the kind of guy that's a winner that I like having around in any locker room. How about just someone with some guts that would be able to tell Jordan Spieth, like, hey, you're not playing? Or uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think – just Justin Thomas. I mean, the guy. You know, they were struggling out there. Speed didn't have his game. Hey, the, Justin the Thomas match. didn't play poorly for being a captain's pick, and he, that was a gut. That's true. That's a gut pick for for Tom for uh, the 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 captain. That hey, that actually pulled out, but that pulled through. But Speed was disappointing. Very disappointing for me. I mean, Keegan Bradley, the guy. Uh, the guy almost got into a fight with the Jimenez guy. I think it was a Ryder Cup years ago, or maybe PGA. Why yeah. not have Keegan Bradley on there? Even Lucas Glover couldn't be hotter than anybody in the world in golf. I, I don't know. I was a little bit let down for the boys. And, uh, you know, well, luckily we got two years. I think they're coming to Beth Page Black. It's going to be rowdy. That's for sure. The U.S. can't win on European soil, anyways. Hasn't happened, I think, since 92 or 93. So I would have put money on European, the European team, anyways. Uh, Scotty Scheffler was, was not playing well at the end of the season. They, no. None of the Euro, none of the U.S. guys even played. Like they did not four weeks prior to like, who does that? That's like going to the Super Bowl and saying, yeah, we're just going to take some time off. <laughs> Hopefully we play how, well at the big game. How about this, Jeff? I'm going to lobby to the management, the CEO of the of fans first network that we do a live telecast from Beth page black in two years yes. at the Ryder cup. We get the boys in there. We get some live podcasts. Uh, uh, yes. I'm going to put a message into management see if we can get that ball rolling now. Maybe get a, maybe get an RV to rent for the weekend or something. Get some golf yes. out there ourselves. Let's freaking do it. I'm going to start a golf podcast between now and then. It'll be great. We'll do all the podcasting right there on location. That would be absolutely awesome. Uh, Sounds like a winner. Yeah, man, for sure. So, hey, look, we're going to be back next week. 
We're going to definitely check up on Pez's picks and we're going to see how you did. And then we're going to start looking ahead to next week. Now we're getting into this realm with basketball starting up the NHL. I'm not sure if you're a big player with, with NHL hockey, that's gearing up. This is a great time, not to mention major league baseball playoffs. We're going to be talking about it all right here on Pez's picks. Make sure you check us out next week. Pez, are you on social media? If so, how can people find you? Uh, I, I believe I have a Twitter handle coming out this week, Jeff. Oh, wow. Have, Look at that. Probably have that address for you next week. Fan, fantastic. Pez, thanks for your time. We'll see you next week. Thank you. <laughs>